3: Hey, this is Brian Alvarez, and this is today's edition of the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8-Side Network. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. It's Thursday on the show, you know what that means? A.W. Dynamite was last night. We have the world-famous Dynamite Report today, and uh, I was not available on the show yesterday, so I hope that in my absence, Mike Sempervivi did an excellent, world-famous NXT report. There's only one thing about NXT I want to talk about. we will do that later on today. But anyway, we got a lot to get into, including Steve Austin saying his in-ring days have officially come to an end. In WWE, he says, or anywhere for that matter. And he claims that he has not been contacted for the WrestleMania show next weekend. But anything can happen. We'll tell you more about that today. Alexa Bliss unmasked yesterday as the masked singer. That's what she was doing during her hiatus. We'll tell you more about that. AEW taking out shows on the road. We were talking about out shows a while ago. And, of course, the question that always comes up is, why does anyone care about how it draws or if it makes any money? I just want to enjoy the show. Well, if it doesn't do well, there ain't going to be a show. But you know what? That first one did well. 3,200 fans in a 3,400-seat building, and now they are expanding their live house show series. So wherever you are, you may be getting AW house shows coming to your area very soon. And everyone seemed to very much enjoy those house shows, so... That would be fun if you were in the area. NXT ratings from a Tuesday night: the World Baseball Classic went head-to-head and did very, very well, and so NXT suffered as a result of that. And then, as noted, we have some notes from NXT and uh, an AEW dynamite on uh, on Wednesday. Anyway, a lot to get into today. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
2: What? Can we get this thing off to a worse start today? How can you hate avocado?
3: I just don't like avocados. What's wrong with that? What a sin. Guacamole? That's not a sin. I just don't that like avocados. A, a lot of things... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make uh, tacos after this show today. They're going to no be delicious. Avocado? No, no avocado. No avocados. No. Where do you get your good fats from? Grass-fed beef. Cheese. I have some uh, pico on it and... I didn't start the show like this everybody that's Mike's fault. Mike's Mike still he's, he's still in uh, he's still in host mode because I was on hiatus yesterday but I'm back. Mm. I am back today.
2: Meditation high up on the mountain getting ready for Saturday.
3: I got a lot I got to talk about. Yes, Saturday's a big day. Yeah, March 25th, Black Label Pro and go check it out fight.tv. Filthy Tom and I will be battling for the black label pro tag team championships. Man, we're going to ram them bam bros. You know, I got uh th- we got new gear. We got we got matching shorts. We got the most incredible matching rash guards, okay? Oh my god. The rash guards should be here today. Uh the shorts, my shorts may not make it in time. I, I will definitely call the place out if they're not here by today or tomorrow because I, I bought them Monday and I paid for one to three day shipping, which would be Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Well, the tracking says they're not going to be here till Monday. So I don't know if you've ever done math, okay? But if you order on Monday and they don't arrive till the following Monday, that's not one to three days, okay? That's seven days. So I'm going to be really angry. They need to, I leave Saturday morning. They got to be here by Friday. Okay, or there's going to be trouble because you this wear company. Wear a
2: Rolex. And this company has like, got
3: spring for overnight shipping. They didn't have. First off, don't don't start rumors. Second off, they didn't have overnight shipping. the 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 quickest was one to three days. Okay, and I I, I chose one to three, and so did Tom. By the way, by the way, and uh, Tom's uh, Tom's shipping said his one going to be here till Saturday, which would have been too late. But then it got updated to being there today. So mm. we're going to see what happens, but. Shorts, rash guards, man. Wait till you see us. You think these bang bros? Let me tell you something about these bang bros. Okay. One of the guys, okay, his name is Davey Bang. Okay. Fine. They're the Bang Bros. Well, the other bloke, his name isn't even Bang. He's like Frank Redford or something. I'm like, so wait a second. You're the Bang Bros, but you're not you're not only you're not actually bros, you're not even gimmick bros. You're like oh. so me and Tom, we're gonna show you what it's like to be a team. We're gonna we're gonna dress the same, we're gonna look the same, you know. I'm a little more jacked than he is, take a look at that. But he's gonna do his best. So it's gonna be a fun time on Saturday. You can watch it, fight.tv or you can go to the show if you're in the area. It's in uh it's somewhere. I'm not sure where. Crown Point, Indiana somewhere.
2: It's the same place they always are Yeah, I
3: don't know where that is. But you can go check it out, and uh, there's gonna be a party afterwards. I gotta—I'm flying home. I get back here at I think 10:30 a.m. on Sunday. Oh, that's right. in the party, everybody—the party's in the afternoon. It's gonna uh. be—it's gonna be awesome. I've got a—I've got a list of of only close friends that are coming to this. I—I don't, I don't need any miscreants trying to start trouble or anything like that. I don't even know Mark's showing up wanting to put the belt on. So, you know, it's gonna be a good time, but. It'll be a fun show next week, all next week. It'll be a fun show into perpetuity because, let's be honest, you think my head's big now? Just wait. Just wait. But anyway, speaking of big bald heads, Stone Cold Steve Austin's in-ring days have officially come to an end in WWE or anywhere for that matter, which it says here on the front page, but I think we should have put that in quotation marks. Austin told NBC Los Angeles, While he loves his relationship with WWE, he does not miss being in the mix on a regular basis. Although he sent it open to return for appearances. Coming back to do something from time to time is fine. I love my relationship with WWE, but my days in the ring are done. Although I did do the main event at WrestleMania last year in Dallas. That was kind of a fluke and we pulled it off, he said. It's good to be back and see some of the faces, but I've been gone for a long time. And I do not miss it. Austin returned. The first night of last year's Mania 38 in Dallas. And, uh, you know, I was just... Uh, I, I went last weekend to a, a jiu-jitsu seminar and uh, with Pedro Sauer. And we were talking about how, you know, there's all these people... And this is not just jujitsu, jitsu but it's all sorts of things. If you If you do yoga or you do whatever. You know, if you do it for a long time, you look back and you go, man... All those guys, remember all those guys that used to train and then, you know, this guy got married, this guy had kids, this guy moved, this guy just quit. And you think about all these guys that you knew over the years and then, you know, they just they just stopped doing it. And then we talked about how, you know, every now and then one of those guys comes back. I'm not calling you out, Producer Rob. I saw that just now. I'm not talking about you, but I'm just saying in general. Every now and then one of these guys comes back, okay, and... You know, they come back, and they're like, oh, man, I'm back. I'm all ready to go. Like, let's do this. And, you know, they they, they do a class, and then you'll see them again. <laughs> or maybe they do a class, and then you'll see them for a couple of weeks. They do another class. They disappear again. And, you know, it was like, why does this happen? Like, you know, why don't they just come back and just have some fun and just get back into it again? Why do they come back, and then they 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 disappear? And, you know, there's there's two things. One is they they come back and they try and do what they were doing, you know, 10 years ago, and, you know, you change. It hurts. Yeah, you wake up the next day, you can't move. And the other thing is, and this is what Steve Austin is talking about, when you leave a place and all your friends are there and you're used to the way it is and, and for whatever reason you have to quit, and then, you know, six, seven, eight years you go back, what you're expecting is to be what it was like when you left. And it never is. There's, you it may be like your same instructor or whatever, but, you know, there's different people there. There's a different vibe. Like, everything's different. It's all changed. And you're going back expecting it to be the way that it used to be. And I'm sure that Steve Austin went back last year and he had a lot of fun. And this is not burying any of the people there or the way things are today. Like, if you look at the 90s, I mean, in general, things are way better today than they used to be. People aren't dying regularly and rampant drug use and, you know, all of these other things that we had in the 90s that were terrible. But it's different. It's different. And I'm sure when he went back, it was like, man, this just ain't the vibe. This just ain't what it used to be. You know, the guys are all nice, actually a lot nicer and whatever, but it ain't what it used to be. And I think that's what Steve Austin is talking about here. He came back, he had his fun, he had a good match. But, dude, you don't miss it. It's just different.
2: How old is Steve Austin? I
3: don't know, 50-something.
2: There are a majority of the people that are working there could be Steve Austin's kids. And some of those kids are already having kids where it would make Steve Austin a grandparent when it comes to looking at some of that locker room. Times change. Things change. And there's a guy, he didn't probably go out exactly the way that he wanted to because he did get injured and there was all that in the lead up there. But you know what? I don't think he has too many regrets, and he's got a happy life and a happy career after wrestling. In fact, multiple careers after wrestling, so it is time. He does have enough, look, he's got enough respect and knowledge for himself and the wrestling business to know it is other people's times, and he has not come back as others have when they've been asked over and over again. Even with the lure of huge dollars and huge matches, He's fought it every step of the way, and good for him, and nobody should really be surprised that he seems to be putting a period at the end of the sentence.
3: Alexa Bliss was unmasked on the Masked Singer last night, ended up being eliminated on the show, revealing herself to have been under the axolotl mask. I don't know what that is. In her post-elimination interview, she explained that she felt proud of herself for doing the show, as it helped her confront her stage fright in terms of singing in public. What an amazing experience. Thank you to WWE and Masked Singer. They'll return next week. Her last appearance in the ring was at the Royal Rumble in January. February, March, uh, two months or whatever. But she was not on hiatus. She was merely doing the Masked Singer while not appearing at all on WWE programming. But now she is going to be returning, presumably. So that's the update.
2: semantics.
3: Yeah. And also announced she'd be given the all clear after undergoing a procedure to remove skin cancer. Everybody get your skin checked out all the time. Yes. Don't mess around with that. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
1: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury What's up? I'm John Wall. And
2: I'm CJ Toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari.
1: We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never see me do that. Check out
2: Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get
1: your podcasts. Hey,
3: Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sumber Vivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. AW taking steps to expand its live house show series. Company announced a deal with Toronto's Feldman Agency and Turbo Entertainment on Wednesday. Partnership will bring live events to local venues across North America and explore multifaceted brand partnerships. AWS Director of Business Development Jeff Jarrett says the Feldman Agency and Turbo were quickly identified as, quote, the perfect partner to enhance our efforts in the Canadian market. So they're going to be around. It's North America, so it's going to be doing shows in Canada They'll be doing shows in the US AW House Show or House Rule series, just the beginning. And yeah, well, you know, we'll see how it does. Because as we have learned, as we have learned, mm-hmm. first time in the market, just do a show. Throw some names on the poster. You know, go to a market that hasn't gotten an AEW show or there hasn't been Local one.
2: Local promotion. Make close sure you do
3: it. Proximity and and run a show. And the first one is is going to probably do pretty well. Then, of course, after that, we don't know. Like, I'd say that we should do, you know, put a Young Bucks versus FTR match as the main event to sell tickets. But we don't even know. I mean, maybe if you only go to Troy, Ohio once a year, you don't need anything. So I guess, you know, we'll find out. We need to find out how these shows do in the markets. We need to find out how the second show does in the markets. And then we we need to make, you know, determinations from that point as to what they need to do or not do. But... You know, the first one, what they did, ended up being a success. So, from there, we just, uh, we see how they do.
2: There's no one-size-fits-all answer here, you know? And by the way, did you
3: notice, did you notice, by the way, Hook and Ethan Page was a warm-up match for a TV match. So they did do
2: that. That's what you're supposed to do on those things. Try things out, work things out, you know, different matches and... If you're going to have a match coming up, I mean, this has been done in wrestling for years. If you go to the Garden, you know, a week or two before a big show, you might get that show, you know, a big match worked out right in front of your eyes. That's how it works. They just released the AEW Unrestricted with Jeff Jarrett on there. I guess getting into some detail about how the house shows come together. I haven't heard it. I'm going to actually listen to it after we get done with this show because I am interested in all of that sort of stuff. I'm interested to see... How they build these markets, what they have as far as boots on the ground and things like that when it comes to local promotion. Because again, we're watching something from the ground up start. Same thing with Ring of Honor. We've seen Ring of Honor do things in different ways. We have a brand new owner of it now. How does he go about building this thing up? You know, we've seen we, he didn't get a TV deal. We see it's on Honor Club. We've seen them run now house shows. It's just interesting to see how all of this stuff is coming together because we're all seeing it, you know, happen in front of our eyes.
3: NXT on Tuesday, 29th on cable, 0. 0.12, 550,000 viewers. NXT's lowest audience since December 6th of last year. They were head-to-head with the World Baseball Classic. which did was awesome. 1.46 in 18 to 49 and 4.4 4 wow. million viewers, so that was a rough. Actually, usually NXT, when they have competition, doesn't affect them too much, but this one did. And there's only one thing I want to talk about on the show. Oh, boy. And that is, I I could not even... Why did you run yesterday, Actually, coward? He wait. It was made
2: for you. There were
3: two things I want to talk about on the show. <laughs> Bros, I don't care what you think of NXT or whatever. Stop what you're doing after this show and go watch this JD McDonough-Ilya Dragunov match. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, the down finish down. was a bad DQ, but, dude, these guys, <laughs> like... Don't watch the Bakingo-Kenny Omega match and then go watch this match because, you know... You they're, different, they're different. Completely they different. They're absolutely completely totally different. But, like, if you got nothing to do, go watch this Ob jd match. This match was so awesome. They destroyed each other. <laughs> and uh, we had a bad DQ finish, but this match was incredible up until that point. So then the other thing i got to talk about is, is this... Great debate between the schism and Andre. Oh, you're
2: not even going with Kiana, you dirty bastard. No, I am. Wait and make sure. No, everybody... I am. I am. Okay.
3: The schism and Andre Chase University. <laughs> so this is actually one of those things. I mean, don't, I'm not going to pretend I liked it because it's one of those deals where. house the watching? I have no idea why they're having a debate. I have no earthly idea what's going on, and everybody's just saying words. And, like, I was just, what in God's name is going on here? But the debate is almost over. I don't know who's winning. I don't even know if it matters. I don't know if the winner gets. I I don't even know what's going on. But Tyler Bate shows up, and he says, I would like to say something. It's him and Jagger K., which, thank God, somebody said the name Jagger, because I cannot remember this guy's name for the life of me. Tyler Bate then cuts this corny victory promo they have victory music playing and everybody's cheering and everything i'm like this is the hokiest thing i ever saw but then he says we andre chase university challenge you the schism and your horrible name to an eight-man tag at the pay-per-view and everyone's cheering and then joe gacy says uh, I don't know about this, and uh, we don't. And then Duke Hudson stands up and he says, "Gacy, listen, we'll put up the school." And Andre Chase and everyone like what? And Gacy says, "You'll put up the school." Duke Hudson says, "We'll put up the school." And Gacy says, "You're on." So they're doing the schism. Versus Andre Chase University. And Andre Chase University is on the line. Now, for those of you that don't get any of this, okay, that have forgotten. Months ago, we're talking like October. They did a storyline where Kiana James wanted to buy Chase U. Because she was going to sell the land. Do you remember this? And she was turned down... And it was like, the very next week, who happened to show up and want to enroll in Chase U but Duke Hudson? And Duke Hudson is, you know, uh, what's going on, everybody? And they don't trust him and this and that. And here we are months later. I don't even know if people remember this. Duke Hudson had suddenly put Chase University on the line in this match. Wait a second. I can't even believe. I can't even believe that this thing is continuing. This has turned into After
2: Dark. No. Yes, it has. There's no way, Mike. Are you telling me you're telling me that's been a conspiracy the whole time between Duke Hudson and Kiana? Yes. With the schism? How do they?
3: Come on. Dude, I don't know what the schism has to do with this. Is that who wrote the letter? Is that who actually wrote the card? This might be a deal where like the schism don't want no university. What any with that? But but they want Duke Hudson. They made it clear they want Duke Hudson. So maybe the agreement is brother, you join us, we win the school, you can have it. And he's gonna give the school to Kiana, she's gonna sell it off for the land. Oh man. I was dying when I saw this. I was dying. I was like, this is the stupidest segment I've ever seen, but oh my God, we're actually following up on Duke Hudson infiltrating this place for five months so that he could get it and give it to Kiana. Maybe he's Sebastian. You ever thought about that? Maybe
2: Duke Hudson is Sebastian. What if Tyler Bate is Sebastian and all the mind games that he has played and Duke Hudson is actually innocent of everything that's going on. He's just disappointed in the losing that has been taking place, like, for real. And the real evil in all of this happens to be Tyler Bate, who obviously can play with people's minds. Look at Thea right now. She's insane. She read the whole Webster's Dictionary definition of whatever it was that she said. That was the other thing during the whole thing. They asked questions, and then I just they had rambling promos for a while. It was like me hosting this show.
3: It kind of was, actually. Hmm. well anyway that's all i want to say about that show and then you know the main event was just whatever at least they didn't go fishing but god they they have done the worst job with these Braun breaker fuse making me want to see them fight
2: brian if you had an assistant and you paid that assistant okay and you had security at your office okay and you're paying that security shouldn't somebody tell you what's happening with the show that you weren't watching like, do you think somebody should have told Keanu James, watch the show, Fallon knows?
3: Well, I mean, she already knows. Hey, shouldn't should someone tell uh, Kenny Omega that uh, that it wasn't, that Ken, that, that, that this, this despicable moose farmer or whatever, Don Callis took a phantom Manitoba bump?
2: moose trader, yeah. Oh, man. Rips off Inuits in his spare time. He's a horrible Dude, human
3: being. That bump. Horrible. That bump that he took. Like you know what's funny is I will never forget that there Him was bumps. I will never forget that there was a Kenny Omega Vaquingo match. It was absolutely like on a different it was like from a different dimension. It's like some other planet the way they do wrestling there. And th- their spots I will never forget, like the invert into the thing and the running, jumping, 630 outside through the table. But what I'm never gonna forget is that stupid bump that Don Callis took. Because it was the funniest, most preposterous like Dude, I mean, come on. The Brian, three remember- stooges would have laughed at that bump that that guy took.
2: Do you remember when Kenny Omega got massacred at the press conference at the Tokyo Dome by Chris Jericho? And then at the very end, in the corner of the shot, there was Don Callis in the neck brace. He's got a habit of doing these things, God. doesn't he? First like Don he Callis took doing. a Vince-level
3: bump. Get out of here. Vince didn't take one good bump in his life. And Don took the best bump of the whole night. Still a window bump. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
1: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity Presents
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Mike's still here. I am. But uh, Sports Byline dropped. But you know what? We are going to uh, continue on, and he can use this recording. So I'll break during commercials. And uh, hopefully this thing will uh, reconnect at some point. I don't know why Dom is texting both of us. I was going to say he just realized that we're we're down here. There it is. Well, we're back here, Dom, and we're good to go, so let's continue on, everybody. We got a lot to get into here today. It's and the
2: third segment.
3: Yeah, we got Dynamite Report to get into. So let's do this. Unless you want me to talk more about uh, Don Callis' yeah, bump. Uh, this is. <laughs> hey, calm down over there, brother. All right, listen. Hey, you know what? Just be yeah. a professional. We let's can do go this. ahead. Let's do this. Don Callis' bump. Uh-huh. It was awesome. It was professional. He, uh, he stood on one leg, and he, and he spun his arms in a circle as if he was trying to... Re- he, it looked like he was trying to regain his balance, but I think that he was waiting for somebody to slide in the crash pad. But it didn't happen. So he was no. forced to actually fall on the mat. But he managed to fall on the mat in such a way that he made no sound. The softest bump I ever saw. And I laughed and laughed and laughed all right well let's get going here all right dynamite opened up with matt and nick being taken away in an ambulance somebody attacked him and hangman was very very concerned he could have stayed but he decided to leave with matt kenny omega's out there he wants to go but don Callis shuffles him into the building got a big match tonight kid gotta take out this vikingo kenny doesn't want to go he's dragged into the building kip sabian butcher and blade versus orange cassidy sting and darby elm great opening match everybody looked good sting's out there doing slow motion kicks he's doing the orange cassidy gimmick he's log rolling from one side of the ring to the other fans are just eating it up and finally all the babyface do dive sting hits a scorpion death drop pins kip sabian and then darby longingly looks at that double or nothing banner afterwards who's it going to be Darby, Jungle Boy, Sammy, they all did a video talking about how they want the title shot. MGF said none of them deserve it. Well, either one or all are going to get it. So we'll see what they do for the Double or Nothing show. Which means, by the way, this Adam Cole thing is going to be a long build to this guy probably getting his title shot. Presumably, I would guess, at uh, All Out Memorial Day weekend. Or Labor Day. I always get those two mixed up. The, The one in September. Then we had the Guns versus Top Flight for the AEW Tag Team titles. You know what we never found out? What happened to Top Flight taking the Ass Boys' bags last week? They made a big deal about how they left their bags there, and they took them. And we never got any sort of follow-up, so I don't know what happened. Dude, Billy
2: Gunn has lost a finger, and the acclaimed, you know, Max Castor lost an eye, and they didn't follow that up for heaven's sake. Yes, and no,
3: Darby did not point to the sign, thank God. He just mm-hmm. looked at it. Then I uh, had a good match here. I thought Top Flight looked much better. God bless the Ass Boys, but like one one team looked a lot better than the other here. But the Ass Boys, of course, won. And then out comes FTR. They won a rematch. The Ass Boys say, listen, you guys are losers. You lost all three sets of your belts, you lost to us. There's nothing you can offer, or we will ever give you a title shot again. So Cash says, well, how about if we challenge you and lose, we can never challenge you for the belts again? The ass boys are like, are you deaf? No. There's nothing you can offer where we will ever give you a shot at these belts again. So Cash says, fine. If you beat us, we'll never even team up again. Ever in AW. Team's done. And they're like, oh, wow. is going to break up. Who cares? There is nothing that you can offer us where we will ever give you a championship match. So finally, Dex gets the mic and he says, listen. You put those titles on the line, you beat us, we'll quit! AEW. As boys say deal. They offered a handshake, but spit in their faces instead.
2: Like, for real? It was nasty.
3: I have been trying to tell you guys forever yeah. that FTR is going nowhere, and nobody wanted to listen to me. Oh, but she- hopefully now, we all understand that this was all a setup for them to do this match and make you think that they're going to lose... And then they are going to beat these ass boys and become the AEW Tag Team Champions.
2: In fact, that will be the shirt that's printed up that night at the arena. Beat these ass boys. Save FTR.
3: Yes. Jade did a promo. Mark Sterling has issued a cease and desist because Taya is using her finisher. Layla Gray says, I will deliver this to Jade personally this Friday. But you know, we don't like to do spoilers on this show, so I will not tell you. Whether or not Layla Gray can defeat Jade Cargill this coming Friday on The Rampage Show. betcha she looked good doing it, though, whatever it is. Hook and Stokely.
2: Which, by the way, when it comes to timing and setting up a situation, that promo to lead into this match was perfect. With Layla Gray and, because again, Stokely Hathaway used to be their manager. Them turning their noses up as Stokely went to the ring to, to
3: die. Dude, this bloke decided I'm gonna take every bump I've ever wanted to take. He's taken bumps on the floor, he's taken bumps in the guardrails, he's taken chair shots. If this guy had been in WWE and they saw him take these bumps, he'd be taking bumps every single solitary week on television. So he's lucky he's here. Hook submitted him with the red rum. Then backstage, Matt tells Ethan Page, You must avenge Stokely. So they're gonna do the match that uh they did the house show, which I heard was a very, very good match. Someone told me they thought it was the best match hook has ever had. So, uh old uh, Ethan Page, perfect opponent.
2: Well, and they deserve to go out there and do something for him. They didn't seem too confident
3: in him when he walked down to the ring. Do you know, trivia fact, that uh, there was, I don't know if it was because COVID shut everything down, but I think it was that year's WrestleMania weekend, I was going to wrestle Ethan Page. That was going to be the match at Black Label Pro. He'd have beat my ass. Adam Cole came out for a promo. You wouldn't have talked about his height, would you? Dude, that guy's like nine feet tall. That's a... <laughs> Adam Cole does a promo. Daniel Garcia interrupts. And they're still doing. It's going to be like a three year build to Daniel Garcia. Turning on the Jericho Appreciation site and going full babyface as a pro wrestler. But uh, he did drop the line. I proved I'm one of the best pro... Sports entertainers! And the announcers made a big deal out of that slip-up. But Adam Cole challenges him and vice versa for next week. So Adam Cole's return match next week on Dynamite will be against Daniel Garcia. First time ever. I'll bet it's going to be pretty darn good.
2: Hey, Moriarty has not found his spot exactly yet. But Yuta and Garcia right now, I think, are as good as they have been in AEW, especially Daniel Garcia on the mic. So, you know, those three guys coming in, there was a lot of talk about all three of them because they are part of the future of that company. And right now, both Yuta and Garcia, last night that promo was great.
3: Moxley and Stu Grayson. Man, this dude Grayson was excited. He got in that ring, and he just starts going 100 miles an hour. And there's, like, he's going so fast, and this thing just collapsed for, like, it probably was about 10 seconds. I'm sure to, like, Moxley, it felt like about six years. <laughs> but, man, Moxley was not happy. And he went outside, and he, yeah, and he grabs a chair. He throws his cheese just... He's furious. But man, he just he kept going. And uh Stu Grayson slowed down a little and they got it back on track. And honestly, by the end, it still ended up being a really good match. But boy oh boy, this thing uh this thing had a rough rough waters. This so this Malmuxley had this match bleed, had though. turbulence.
2: It yes, yes, a bowling shoe, maybe.
3: So uh, Moxie hit him with, shoe, but... What appear to be a, they called it an avalanche death rider for the pin. And he uh, didn't kill him afterwards, though. He just got out of the ring and was mad. Then we had Ricky Starks. He's sick of talking. So, uh, spoiler, he talks to Juice Robinson on Friday. Although perhaps there's more, but I won't spoil that. QTV segment is Friday. It'll be another open challenge for Hook and his title. And then Tony Storm and Sky Blue. Free Hobbs. Tony Storm won. Hey, Hobbs is the champion right now, okay? Uh Like, I'm not going to complain. You know, one of these days he's going to kill QT and he's going to go full babyface. Everything's going to be fine. Just, uh, you know. I hope he beats up Solo for Dave. Sky Blue and Tony Storm have a match. And uh, this was the best Sky Blue match I ever saw. Tony Storm did a great job with her. They gave Sky Blue a ton of spots in this match and they gave her a ton to kick out of and finally she ate the storm zero for the for the loss. The heels go to spray painter, Riho and Willa run down and they make the save. But I thought this was some good wrestling. Mostly because Tony Storm is great. But, yeah. but Sky Blue did a good job. BCC beats up Stu Grayson backstage. Moxie's still angry about that match. Gives him a beating. And then, yes, Kenny Omega and Vakingo. That should just be the whole review. I don't know what to say about it. It was so awesome. And, uh... I mean, Vikingo was over five seconds into the match. He did every single solitary crazy thing that he could think of. It was like... This was unbelievable, this match. And... Omega, obviously one with the one winged angel, but you got to go back and watch this, everybody. It's like, you know, when when uh, Dave was talking about the debut of Rey Mysterio in, in WCW in like nineteen ninety five, and it was a it was an amazing debut. And the funny thing is, you could watch it, and it was like watching wrestling from the future. And if you go back and watch the match now and then watch wrestling today, it actually was wrestling from the future. That The business evolved to matches, you know, very fast-paced, boom, 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 high spots. But, like, you watch Kenny Omega and Vikingo, and, you know, you can't say it's wrestling from the future because nobody would be able First off, this is like the percentage of people that could do a match like this is small, number one. And number two, you could not go out and do this match regularly, okay? So it it wasn't even like watching – it was like watching wrestling on another planet. It's like if there was wrestling on the moon and and you set up like a ring on the moon and so you had less gravity. And so you could do all of this crazy stuff that you couldn't do on Earth and it would just like blow your mind – that's what it was like watching this match. The stuff Kung they did in this Fu match. Flick pro Wrestling. It was just, and everything was perfect. They didn't botch one spot. It was incredible. And then afterwards, BCC runs down. Hangman returns. Saves Kenny Omega. But then that idiot Don takes a bump and blames it on the Hangman. What, so what a horrible, Omega horrible. Back in a moment, remember? Back on the show, Ryan Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike zuber also WrestlingObserver.com. Hey, Wrestling Observer Live! Two new over-the-air radio affiliates starting on Friday. 99 KMSR 1520 AM and 99 KMSR 98.9 FM. These are in Mayville, North Dakota. So big thank you to station owner Craig Keating, for welcoming us, that starts tomorrow if you're near Mayville, North Dakota, 99 KMSR, 1520 AM and 98.9 FM. So if you're even close, you can probably check us out on the AM station because it will have a, a bigger over-the-air reach. But uh, check that out starting tomorrow. And uh, tonight, Brian of show, only for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com as well as Video.F4WOnline.com. We have got our full review of AW and NXT. We got a lot to talk about on the show here tonight. And for those of you that are subscribers, for those of you that are fans of the Brian and Vinny show, I will not reveal all the details yet. But we're going to have a very exciting new thing kicking off in the month of June. So you can all look forward to that. More information to come. But I think many of you will enjoy my plan. So anyway, that's uh, that's a little tease for you. And then uh, tomorrow we'll be back, Wrestling Observer Live, myself and Mike. It'll be the go-home show for Black Label Pro, March 25th. Where Filthy and I will become the new Black Label Pro Tag Team Champions. So, very exciting week ahead. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you again after a while. You have been listening to the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8 Side Network.
1: Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury... Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a straight-talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto-pay discount.
0: All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.